welcome to I'll Marry You, a podcast with me, Olivia Coleman, full of tips and tricks from the UK wedding scene, interviews with industry experts, and a whole lot of oversharing. <laughs> We're live! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I was practicing this on the loo earlier, uh, welcome to Zoe from Tuxbiz, who, Tuxbiz, that is now... Absolutely, unequivocally, the best wedding band in the UK. Absolutely right, yeah. Can you believe it? Can you, <laughs> can you believe it? Trying. Only a week ago. I know. We mental. So last week, Zoe and I days. were both... I know. We were both we were both at the Wedding Industry Awards in London and um, we were both regional finalists. I have fortunately got beaten, beaten to the pit, to the post. But Zoe and Tux Fizz won, which is unbelievable. And it was so good. And it was the second one that they announced as well, which was brilliant. We didn't have to wait all night, did we? It was. It was so early. It was uh, it was announced very quickly. Um, but after that was our third time at the Nationals. So was very, very, very welcome to hear that news. We weren't expecting it at all, but we were so, you, so uh, no. thrilled. Don't talk bollocks. Of course you were expecting it. I was expecting it. We hoped. We definitely hoped. But, I mean, I'm, I'm the more optimistic of the gang. You know, the other guys were all, you know, getting ready to drown their sorrows. But, no, I, I kind of have a secret. I, I always like to stay very, really positive. But, um, yeah, it paid off. What a night. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. How were you the next day? I was very teary publicly on Instagram. Oh. That's how hungover I was. <laughs> actually, I got away with it. I, I, you know, did drink copious amounts, but uh, actually managed to get away with the uh, the hangover the next day. I was just super tired. Um, yeah, so I got away with it. It was such a good night. So Zoe is part of Tuxbiz, as I said, which are the best wedding band in the UK. I'm going to keep saying it. The best wedding band in the UK. The best wedding. So actually, I shouldn't do this. Sometimes I just randomly burst into song and I feel like I shouldn't do it with you because you're a professional singer. Well, we might get you in. You know, you might be auditioning and you don't even know it. <laughs> <gasps> that would be my dream. I told, you, did have, I told you, haven't I, that I used to dream when I was working at the venue, I would dream that people would be like, oh my God, my wedding band's just cancelled with mere moments to go. And I could be like, don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> As if you haven't got enough to do. <laughs> well, I know, but I like to help everywhere I can. You know, I'll be in the kitchen, cracking a few eggs, and then I'll come out, marry them and perform a, a musical number. Amazing. So tell me... Tell me all about TuxFizz. How long has it been going? Who is it? Where is it? Why is it? Hmm? So, yeah, so TuxFizz um, officially formed a few years back. Um, it started with, uh, with Chris and Rich, a couple of the, the guys in the band who met 10 or 11 years ago, and they met playing rugby. Uh, they both got injured. So they, they were both mm. musical. Rich plays guitar, Chris sings and plays piano, and they started sort of dabbling with each other. And uh, oh yeah, <laughs> not, not literally. <laughs> and, uh, I've met those they... two. I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I know it's not a surprise. Um, but yeah, basically they started um, just you know jamming. Uh, they got a couple of duo gigs with each other, and then I think at one of the gigs somebody had said, "Oh, do you do weddings?" And they'd kind of gone. Yeah, all right. Okay, why not? <laughs> so um, at that time, they kind of basically get up to sort of scramble a bit of a band together. And uh, Dan, who uh, plays bass, had moved back to Gloucestershire, which is where we're based. He uh, got roped in. I worked with Rich at the time, um, and he knew I could sing, so he roped me in. Um, so we, you know, it was, and then and then we had a drummer at the time who's not with us now, but um, yeah, we just sort of scrabbled together and, and kind of did a wedding, and it was like, wow, okay, that wasn't great, but uh, it was. Were quite you fun. nervous the yeah, first one? Were you nervous? nervous? Yeah, very. I bet. Do you remember then, what you played? Do you remember no. what did you do the first dance song? I think we did do the first dance, and I don't remember what it was, but I do remember there was a lot of one Rep one republic in the set back then. Um, which I don't know whether that would be our choice now for weddings. <laughs> or Maroon it was Five. More like, what do we like? Rather than thinking about what the set should have actually been. Um, and then one thing led to another, and we got another gig from another gig, and another gig from another gig. And sort of seven years later, nearly eight years, we are now, well, we totally know what we're doing now. The I best band in the UK. Yes, yeah. 
Yeah, we got really good at it. So, at, and we all love it. At the beginning, then, when when you say you got one gig to another to another gig, was that like, did you were you promoting it, or was that just word of mouth? Yeah, word of mouth. So somebody had seen us at, at that wedding and they'd said, oh, my daughter's getting married or, you know, my sister's getting my friends getting married. And we got a gig. Well, we got the, got the next gig. So one always, we always got one from the next one. And, and then before long, we had a few in the bag. And, um, and now it's, it's crazy. The diary is absolutely rammed. You must be completely fully booked. And I can imagine, especially after the awards last week, it's just, you knew, do you do all the bookings as well, don't you? Yeah, well, so Rich Rich and I handle all the bookings, mainly Rich, and I sort of do a bit of overflow and, and stuff like that. But yeah, so January, this January, we've had more inquiries than we've ever had. Even wow. before the win, we were, we, since January the 1st, we've just had unbelievable amounts of inquiries, um, which is great. That's so which is, good. You know, we, are, we are booked up. We have still got some sort of weekday dates, but most of the weekends, especially in the prime season, are, are, are pretty much gone now. But what year. about next year? Are you yeah, next what about year, next year? Yeah, next year we are getting we're getting fuller and we have actually now got a 2025 booking as well. <gasps> so someone's, you know, That's planning mental. very, very early. But uh, it's all very welcome. We you know, we like to we you know, we like to get those those books bookings in. We're not one of those that doesn't open our books until a certain date. We like to, you know, if you're ready to book, we're ready to have you. Don't you find it odd because I'll sometimes if I'm planning something um then I'll be like oh I'm gonna do this on the 23rd of April 2026 and they're like what what I don't know what I'm doing then I'm like well I do so if you could pencil <laughs> that in well yeah and, and and that's the thing is because we've got such an expanse of, of band members now we know that we're we, one of us will be able to do that date so we you know we people can book in confidence and know that you know we will so do you do you ever say it. no then if you've got a pool of people to choose from now. So you've gone from what, like literally Rich and Chris, Chris Rich. Yeah, yeah. Rich, is, do we have like a duo name? Chris. Chris? Chris. Harushkush. So you went from two of them to what, six or seven of you? And now to five how many of, of you? Us. To five of it you. It went from, yeah, two to five. And then it went, uh, we've got 20 now. So we you know, and that sounds like a lot, but the, you know, the, the, the we go through a, a rigorous audition process. There's many people that have auditioned that, that haven't even made. Uh, oh, really? A second, oh, look yeah, at you. Oh, who do you think you are, Simone Cowell? We, we're very picky. You know, we've, we've spent a long time on our brand and we've spent a long time getting our sound right. And we call our uh, gigs, we call it a show. It's, it's not just yeah. us performing at you we're in there partying with you and we without giving too much away we've got little sort of little sections in our set where um it just becomes more like a show it's 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 a lot of fun and, and that means that the who we sort of have um performing with us has to know that has to do it so we're all at the same caliber yeah so all because reflect, you know I think I would struggle like if I made an inquiry with you I would I would be like, right, I want the best of that 20. I don't want, I want yeah. the original five. I don't want to piss about with these amateurs you brought in on a Tuesday. But then that's not fair because they're probably just as equally as good. They not certainly better. are, yeah. <laughs> we spend, as I say, we spend a long time making sure that not only are they the right person and the right fit, that they're then, I and mean, we don't call it this, but we, we have got like a little bit of a sort of academy kind of workshop where we actually oh do a bit of training. Oh my, I had no idea I was yeah. speaking to Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the really important. I know. Oh God, I wish. It's just really important that our clients understand that it doesn't matter who you get; it's going to yeah. be absolutely epic. Because, um, like you say as well, it is what you do is interactive and immersive, and it is a show. It's a bit like so. It, it's one thing is you can keep a tune. That's great, but you've got to have the yeah. personality. I remember when. When I went to see um, Take That for the first of four times, and um, it was when it was when Robbie Williams came back for one tour, and like vocally, he ain't that he ain't that hot. He's no Gary, is he? But entertainment wise, he is. He's like next level. He's so charismatic, 100%. and so it's not just the voice, is it? They've got to have. Wait for it. Wait for it. Sponsors. They've got to have the X factor. Hmm. Hmm. They absolutely do. They have to be an amazing person. They have to be good people, number one. They have to be lots of fun, have lots of energy. Um, and just, yeah, obviously they need to sing and they need to be good musicians. That goes without saying. 
But number one is, yeah, it's all about that energy. Um, it's all about delivering our show. What um, what reaction do you have when people say, what do you do or whatever? And you say, oh, I'm in a wedding band. Like, do you phrase it like that? I'm in a wedding band. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, they, I don't know, raised eyebrow. They get, they're quite impressed. I think they, everyone thinks, you know, that's, that's an awesome thing to be doing, which it absolutely is. We're super lucky to be able to do what we do. I mean, it started as a hobby and it's just got completely out of hand, quite honestly. <laughs> it's just got outrageous. <laughs> Did you ever want to be a professional singer? Was that ever like a dream of yours? I think when I was younger, I was definitely into the karaoke. And I think every little girl's dream is to be on stage. But actually, yeah, I get star. to do the great stuff without the fame, which is actually better. Because for me, oh, I mean, I'm 100%. quite happy to walk down the street and, and be incognito, not noticed. I used to, but, um, when I was growing up, I used to say to my mum and dad, I'd be like, look, I'm going to be famous. And that's a real pitfall for me. So what I would like to do is be famous like... I used to be like, I want to be like a jazz musician, you know. So if you're in the circuit, you know who I am, but I can still get a pint of milk, you know. Exactly like I would speak that. about that realistically, like that was going to happen. Exactly that. I mean, I, I'm lucky. I don't I don't have to go down the shop and have everybody screaming, oh, it's me from Jaxby's. Although it <laughs> has food. happened. It did happen. We did a festival once um, as Tuxfiz, and we were just walking through the festival to get to our stage. And people did actually scream my name in particular. Chris or the boys or the drummers that get the, yeah. the fame. I never get anything. But this one, this one moment, there's the couple of the ladies or girls sort of, you know, partying away. They knew me and I was like, wow, I felt quite good. <laughs> well, you should. But also, I suppose if you do, I mean, I know you travel all, because you do travel all over, don't you? Do you go abroad often? Um, we haven't been abroad with Tuxfiz. We've, we've been abroad with a, a, an originals project many years ago, but not with Tuxfiz. It's logistically crazy yeah. to try and get um, maybe seven of us out there with kit and ugh, the issues yeah. with plug sockets and, I don't know, stuff beyond my comprehension. We do travel all over the UK, though. So um, Yeah, so you yeah. travel far far afield, but actually the more, you've been going a long time, so the more weddings you do, like in the... Gloucester, Cotswolds, Cheltenham, Bristol area, people are going to see you, babe. I think you, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. I think you could be famous, you know. I think you are famous. I think so. You know, I think I'm just going to keep going, you know, see what happens. <laughs> Fingers crossed. This podcast could be but the very making of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the elevation I need. <laughs> it really is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to skyrocket you to stardom. <laughs> so you are a singer. You don't play an instrument? I don't. I don't play an instrument. I mean, uh, I used to play piano and clarinet at school. Do I know any of it now? Absolutely not. But I no. can sing uh, much, much better than I ever used to be able to because obviously do, we do it so often. Um, yes, well, yeah. No do you, did you have singing lessons as well or do you have singing lessons? No, I haven't actually ever had a singing lesson. I was in a choir at school, um, no. so I don't know if that counts a little bit, but um, I've never had You've an never had a singing lesson? That's no. amazing. Yeah, yeah. You just I mean, know where to breathe. like anything, learning on the job is, is the way to, to really fully immerse it. And uh, I mean, I listened to, to, you know, our Instagram from five years ago and my voice has definitely improved. All of us have, you know, we've all got super good. Well, that, um, but that's it, isn't it? Like you say, practice makes perfect. And the more, it's like whenever you do watch these programmes, the X Factor and all that stuff, the more that people gig, the better yeah. they are when it, they get to that point. Have you ever had to do a gig? Do you call it a gig or a show? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we call it gigs. Gig. Yeah. Have you ever, <laughs> I want to go to a gig. Have you, sometimes I don't know what to say about ceremonies and I, I sometimes refer to the guests as the crowd. <laughs> They're not the crowd. <laughs> They're not the crowd. I'm not, this is not a show. Have you ever had to do a gig? Um, oh, I've got so many questions now. Have you ever had to do a gig where you have been really poorly, but there's no one yeah, else to fill so, in? Yeah, I ha I completely lost my voice in a gig. Like, I mean, not I ideal. Couldn't even squeak. I mean, mm. that's the thing as well. Luckily, there's always two singers. There's always usually yeah. a male and a female with Tuxfiz. Uh, and because we bring the energy, uh, my voice went sort of three quarters of the way through through the, the gig. Um, <sighs> I just had to dance like a maniac, give even more energy and let the crowd sing it. You know, I had to hand the mic around and I had to get some help because 
the guy I was I was gigging with it was Marcelo at the time. He uh, yeah, he had to carry carry me basically. But I so therefore I had to just bring extra energy physically yeah. um, to the show. Yeah, I mean it's not ideal, but uh, you know it happened. And and luckily I you know we got away with it. I mean that was a super super rowdy crowd, so we we did manage to get away with it on that time. Well, and also I suppose by the time you come on, it's towards the end of the evening. Everyone's so pissed anyway. Yeah, I mean that's what we love about weddings is that. Everyone's always in love with the bride and groom. Everyone is there, yeah. like happy. They've had a great day. Um, more often than not, the sun's shining. You know, there's a lot of love in that room. And, and what we love is the fact that we come on and we've got a, our audience is totally prepared, totally ready to dance. Yeah, for this they want moment. to be there, don't they? And it's the most forgiving kind of audience because uh, you know we have done gigs in the middle of the afternoon at village clubs where. Everyone's completely sober and arms are folded and it's all a bit, what's all this about then? And, you know, it's daunting. So we we do love, we do love the weddings the most, for sure. But surely, have you not been to one where, I mean, I only say this because I'm a big fan of the film, The Commitments. I feel like you would be too. I love it. Yeah, it's such, it's literally the best film ever. But whenever I think of weddings and some of my best favourite music, whenever I think of dodgy weddings, I think of the wedding and the commitments where it's just like fighting <laughs> left, right and centre. Have you ever done one like that? And been like, it this is happen. a rough crowd. Yeah, so we have, yeah. So in the early days, gosh, we have, we've seen it all, to be honest with you. We've <sighs> had, uh, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends falling out. We've had brides and grooms falling out over no! the years. Yeah, we've we've honestly seen all of it. Um, I do remember one one time in particular where there was this guy and he just took his shirt off and he said to his girlfriend what do you want the shirt off my back and threw the shirt to the floor really dramatically and I'm there with all the kit going excuse me can I just get to the car to load up (laughs) you know it's it's mad yeah it's not great it's not good when that happens but uh, yeah we we've seen it all it not very often and it was a long time ago Um, no you're right I think it is more in the movies but I mean, I, I hear a lot of like family dramas and upset and stuff, but that's because it doesn't happen on the day, I don't think. Like I hear it in the build up and the, the family politics and all that. Whereas, yeah, on the day, nine times out of 10, people are happy to be there. They're well behaved. And if they're not happy, then they're English. So they don't talk about it, you know, because it's a feeling. Yeah. So yeah. keep that to yourself. It usually happens when it's a free bar. You know, people yeah. take advantage of that bar, depending on the mood. It could go either way. But as I say, it, it's only happened once or twice. But um, yeah, luckily Do you not drink often. during the set? Yeah, we can have a beer or two. I mean, I say we, we usually, most of us drive. There's usually someone that gets a lift with someone. I'm lucky enough to I get a lift with Rich. He'll drive. I can have a beer. Um, so yeah, yeah we, can, we can have one or two. I mean, we, we don't ever have any more than that because, uh, you know, who knows? What would happen to our performance <laughs> if we Stop were rapping? Getting... Yeah, <laughs> we might be going awry. <laughs> oh my god, how funny! I should point out as well that uh, Zoe and Rich are both in the band, but are also married. It's not some yeah. sort of illicit musical affair. It's legit. No, well, yeah, it's legit. We got married last year, so um, bought together. So not by the even band. that long ago. No. Yeah, now August. tell me about tell me about the music at your wedding then. Yeah, so the music at our wedding, uh, we had uh, a steel band. So we we wanted the band to come to our wedding. So yeah. uh, And we wanted to kind of do things a little bit differently, having seen millions of weddings over the years. Yes. We kind of just wanted ours to just be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, we had a steel band for uh, the sort of ceremony and the drinks reception. Um, and then uh, for the evening, we did have... Uh, we call them the Welsh Tuxfers. They're called the Scarletons. They were fabulous. They were, they're very, very similar <laughs> to what we do. Um, and also, because it was bank holiday weekend, we were really, our options were kind of quite limited. Uh, so yeah. we kind of, when you head towards Wales, it seems like everything's kind of more available. Um, but yes, the big and less bit, money. Yeah, well, well, not really, no. No. <laughs> Well, no, but you probably had the best of the best, didn't you? It's like you we went did. from we... uh, you went from Rod Stewart to Tom Jones. So essentially, <laughs> you're still going to pay. We had a great time with them. They were great. But the best bit about our music for our wedding was that Chris, Rich and I sang ourselves into our wedding breakfast. Uh, no! So what did you sing? Uh, we did a bit of a medley. So we did a... Um, it was a crazy little thing called Love. Started with Chris yeah. and Rich on guitar. Uh, and I was doing a bit of backing. And then I came in with a bit of Proud Mary. 
which was so we managed to mash it in so that it, it worked really well. So, but nobody knew we were doing this apart from us three. So uh, Chris was also our master of ceremonies. He's, uh, as you know, uh, an amazing spokesman. Uh, yes, amazing that, front man. that's a very nice way of saying slightly gobby. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he, he is, is a very, a, he's a very good spokesman. Yeah, <laughs> super. And uh, yeah, he he so he announced you know the new Mister and Mrs Gills coming into the room. Rich went and grabbed his guitar, which we'd already pre-set up, and we did a, a bit of a show for everybody. You yeah, know? we just thought, how can we get married and not do anything? Um, no, absolutely. We definitely weren't going to be doing the evening band because we would have definitely been sort of too too far. Yeah, uh, too far, you know, way too far then. gone. <laughs> Yeah, and so we just knew that we had to do something. And uh, logistically, to get the band to do something at that point would have been a bit of a nightmare. So we were just able to swoop in and, and do that, which was awesome. I feel like you're right. If you hadn't have prearranged to do something, it would have got to the point in the evening where everyone would have been like, come on, do a song. And then that would have, yeah, it would have just been a bit awkward and not thought through. Whereas Actually, if you, because you did it, it though, worked. Come to think of it, though, I did get on the stage and do a bit yes, of a and a couple of numbers. But, you know, the band forced me. The band forced me. You can't me to do keep that. a good woman down. <laughs> Babe, I'm not even on. I'm not even a professional singer and literally two glasses of wine and that's me. I've got a, a ten piece album going on. I'm on tour. <laughs> oh, and I must mention as well, Chris did actually sing our first dance with the band. So that was also a really another lovely mm. touch. So we did What was your first your... dance song? We did um Candy by Paolo Natini. I bloody love Paolo Nutini, you know. Mm, isn't he? Like, re- like his voice is like, I'm not hugely bothered by voices that are necessarily, they, they hit every note, but they've got no texture. I'd rather them be like husky yeah. and rough, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Like he's got voice. an amazing set of songs. He's, he's really good. Oh my God, that's so lovely. Because as you say, when you're in the wedding industry and you, then you're getting married yourself, you have seen everything a million times. When we were getting married, my husband was like, Oh, um, what do you think about having a, a, a sweet bar, a sweet table? I will take that sweet table and I'll shove it up your ass. Because if see I it. see one more sweet table, <laughs> I'm over it. Okay, I'm over it. <laughs> That's yeah, so fun. I know what you mean. So as Tux Fizz then, do you only do the evening reception or do you do the day stuff as well? Yeah, so we've got daytime options as well. So we can uh, do uh, from... The ceremony, um, pre-music, ceremony music, walking down the aisle, all of that sort of stuff. Um, singing you out of the aisle, wedding breakfast. We can do the whole shebang. The daytime stuff is normally um, either a solo or a duo. And that is either normally a, a singer and a pianist, which is one person, or a singer and a guitarist, or a bit of a mixture. So mm. um Depending on what the, what that client wants, yes, we can do. We can we call it the full day. We can we can be with you all day if you need. Quite a long day for you, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it, it definitely is. It's it's certainly um, a long day. I mean, I've done you. I mean, you and I met when I was doing a daytime. Darling, um, that's when we fell remember. in love, wasn't it? Yeah, our I eyes know. our eyes met and we fell. That was when uh, the, that particular bride and groom had asked for a very sort of love actually style ceremony where people pop up in the in the seats and start playing some music have you ever done it like that i mean in you this can't. one you're talking about you were at the back weren't you and you popped up as everyone stood but have you ever done it in the middle of the of the crowd no it <laughs> is logistically not possible it, it, the, the amount of things that could go wrong with that we just wouldn't want to risk even doing that so but you must get asked do, to do that a lot we get asked to do some crazy stuff but i mean it really is kind of like in reality yes i know it's all very romantic in your mind but there's wires, mm. there's leads, there's sound levels, you know, it, mm. it's kind of impossible. That film has a lot to answer for. <laughs> that, I know. But you know what? So does Pinterest. I would get couples being like, <laughs> I want my wedding to look like this. All right, Kevin, but you live in Gloucester and this is California mansion. Oh, look, there's a Kardashian. So I yeah. don't think we're going to be able to create your vision we always try and get somewhere near to it but there's always a compromise to be made but um yeah we 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 did we did all right in that one we did we did set up at the back we kind of shimmied in sort of during your your service at the back because it was a surprise for the bride so the groom knew that the bride didn't know um and she wanted you've got the love to sing it was amazing yeah and the pictures of her 
no, the pictures of her as she came down the bride, came down the bride, came down the aisle and put her hand to her mouth. I was like, oh my God. It was so yeah. good. It was really, really good. It was good. I had goosebumps. It, you know, it's, it's a lovely, lovely thing to be able to, you know, make people so happy. And the surprise sort of paid off. So it was, it was really nice. But that was also quite a funny one because not only were you, you weren't the only surprise that day. Did you know that? No. Did I know so this? Did, did you hear the bagpipes? <laughs> Was that straight after the ceremony? No, 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 before. So during the drinks reception, so the bride was upstairs. This is at Elmore Court, ah. which is a venue in Gloucester that um, Tuxbiz and I go to quite a lot and it's just the most gorgeous place. She was upstairs getting ready and I went up to see her when I'd arrived and she was like, can you hear the sodding bagpipes? I was like, <laughs> yes, darling, I can. Who can't? <laughs> They're there. And he was like, she was like, I had no idea. I had no idea. And he did it as a surprise. <laughs> oh, bless. That is so sweet. I know. And then, but then you wanted to do your sound check. That was it. And Chris said to me, oh no, the bagpipes. Someone said to me, I was obviously, they look at me and they think she's got glasses and a clipboard. So she's someone who knows what's going on. And I think the bagpiper, pipist, peepist, came to me and was like, how long is their sound check going to go on for? Because I've got to practice my pipes. I was like, oh. I don't know, mate. Oh, yeah, until we're satisfied until the, until the, the bride's ready basically we will sound check until we're ready oh gosh the bag how the bag do you le, oh nice how, logistically how do you sound check because if you're all in the same space i'm thinking venue wise if you're if they're eating where you're performing when and how do you sound check yeah so for the band on the evening this is uh, so we always wait uh it, there's two. It's this kind of twofold. So if you're in a venue where um, your wedding breakfast is in the same room as the evening do, we have to wait for you to finish, yeah. um, and then we will go in uh, and and set up and sound check. Um, but what we always encourage is at that point, even if there's not many other spaces in the venue, try and get everybody to another area, even if it's outside yeah. for an espresso martini hour. Or Tidy. you know whatever it is, sparklers, or do just go and do something else while we Leave. do the lucky bit. Mm. How long pretty. does it take? A it sound takes check. an hour and a half. The sound check does. Yeah, well, because we've got to load in, we've got to set up, we've got to sound check, and that takes about ninety minutes. We okay, can do, you know, do it in slightly less, but if there's an issue, that's you know, a lot. We're going I would have thought like time. fifteen minutes. I would have thought, look, here's your mics though. <laughs> la, 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 la. Done. I sound no. perfect. Done. Sound check's no. complete. No. Do you know we, what no. I think you should do next time you have a wedding where you're doing it in the room and people are still loitering? When you get to the point of you doing your mic check, I want you to be like, love. And just, actually, just so, yeah, that is actually please quite do it. a good idea. That might get rid of please, them. Please. Yeah. Please do it. And then they will because they'll be like, oh my God, we must go and warn the couple that their band is shit. We probably do, to be fair, sound like that in Soundcheck because we're not warm. You know, we've travelled. We're, you know, we're not ready. So to be fair, that probably has happened. So I'm sure what? somebody has looked around and gone, who the hell is who this? Who are these amateurs? <laughs> what are your what are your warm-ups? So I, I realised the other day that I was in the wedding and I, I just sort of stand there and face outwards. But I was doing this like, it's, this is, I'm going to try and describe it because... Obviously, it's a podcast, you can't see me. But these like exercises with my mouth, like mouth yoga. But then someone told me that it looks like I'm gurning. And oh. I, I'm, I've never done drugs, but apparently that's a side effect. So I was like, well, I can't be stood at the bloody altar looking like I'm gurning at all the guests. So I'm, I, turned around, I turned around to do it. But I do sort of, I actually sing in the car ride to the wedding as a warm up. Do you have yeah. like unique new york or like copper copper bottomed coffee pot copper bottomed coffee pot no, a good one we we really don't i you know <laughs> it's you know we just it's, no we just we just don't we we kind of just warm up and we see by you? singing no i mean you know we'll sing on the way and we'll sort of warm our voices up that way but we don't do the whole mouth you know the mouth we yoga don't do any of that. no oh oh hello oh little sneak peek there <laughs> Do you um do you avoid dairy perhaps for twenty four hours before a gig? You know we are. I think we're probably just a bit rock and roll. We we don't avoid dairy. No. <laughs> do you just have a have a tequila shot and a Marlboro yeah. light and yeah. get on uh, with it? And a baby bell. Oh, nice! Great choice of snack. <laughs> you know, easy to carry, clean. Yeah. 
fun to play with yeah, once no, you've actually eaten roll for the that, item. You know, we're, we're real. We know we're real people at the end of the day, which is part of our, you know, our, our appeal. We're not, you know, we're with the people. We're with the people on this. So no, we don't avoid dairy. We, we so, rarely warm up our mouths. You, well, that's what she said. So now you say you're with the people. Something that has amazed me in the last few years is when I started in the industry sort of eight or nine years ago, it was wedding bands or wedding bands. They would turn up in their van, they'd offload, get on with it and bugger off. But now it's like green rooms and riders. Oh. And do you have to have a green room? If I book you, do you have to have a green room? If we're doing the daytime all the way through to the evening, it's very nice to have somewhere to sit that, you know, is not in the marquee or the, you know, the wedding breakfast area. So, you know, because it's a very long day. Um, And if you don't have a car, like some of the guys, they don't drive, you know, they've got nowhere to be. Um, Mm. So, you know, it doesn't have to be a green room. It could be a shed. It could, you know, we've sat everywhere, but somewhere just (laughs) to be and quickly get changed is, is always really appreciated. We don't have a rider. We always say it's nice to be fed, but we don't expect it. Mm. Um, whereas I know a lot of um, suppliers would would expect it and demand it. Whereas we say it's lovely if you can give us something, because um, often we're. But on you the road always from... take enough enough baby bells for the whole band. Yeah, well, mm. depends. It depends. I mean, I do love a baby bell. I'm not keen on sharing them, to be honest. No, well, they're very small as well, aren't they? We're going <laughs> off topic. Um, well, you know what? Suppliers are really funny about being fed, and it's something that I don't. I don't think I've ever met a couple that have thought of it. I've had to remind them or tell them or be like, oh no, don't forget to feed your suppliers. But they're like, oh, I didn't yeah. think about that because you kind of. I mean, I wouldn't. I would just think they'd bring a packed lunch. But people are really suppliers can be really funny about being fed, can't they? Yeah, they can. And having, um, you know, organised our wedding last year, we had that, that experience from the couple's um, perspective, oh. um, you know, and, and it was from the, the daytime music that we had where they were so adamant that they had to have a hot meal. And Why does it need to be hot? Venue, we hadn't even got a kitchen at our venue. We were having, it was a kind of a blank canvas. It was outside catering. I was kind of like, we absolutely 100% will feed you, but I don't think I can guarantee it's going to be hotter. Because our wedding was at 12. So oh, they quite early. feeding at like 11. Yeah, so it, it was kind of, yeah, it's... it's what not, did you so do? So we try and be really relaxed. Oh, they agreed to, in the end that they would have a platter of, um, you know, a bit of a sandwiches and crisps and, and cake and bits and bobs. Uh, and they were quite happy with that. Um, but So that we try and be really flexible and really easygoing with that. Like, it's really nice to have a bite to eat. We don't certainly don't expect what the guests are having... Uh, but we yeah. don't expect it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's good. And I, and I think with and that also, as well, we, we actually do always get fed. So which is which is so well, appreciated. That's it, isn't it? And also you end up, as I'm sure you have, going to the same venues. And as a, I, you know, like you say, you you got married yourself. So you were looking at certain things as the as the couple rather than the supplier. I'm now looking at things as a supplier rather than the venue. And so when I was with the venue, if if a supplier was a pain in the bloody ass, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to recommend you because you're an yeah. absolute nightmare to have here. So I know when I go to my venues now, I make a point of yeah. saying hello and being helpful and being easy because it's it's not about you. It's, yeah. it's about them. <laughs> and we've actually discovered in the past that brides and grooms have paid for our meals, but the, the, the caterers haven't given them to us. Which no. is, uh, yeah, which is really, oh I mean, not that we'd say anything. Scandalous. To that. I know, it's just wrong. It's just not right. It, you know, it's, it's not good. It, people are funny, though, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> now, t- tell me, what did you walk down the aisle to? Um, I can't help falling in love with you, but it was the, uh, the steel drum version. So no, no words, just, just that noise, that lovely sort of pan, you know, tropical vibes. It was, uh, yeah, it was nice. I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of steel drums. (laughs) It's a new thing, but I've been to a couple of weddings now where they had steel drums. In fact, the last wedding I went to that had a steel drum was Back Chat Brass, who were at the awards with us oh, but I didn't get to see them I bet they were um, but they were brilliant and it, it is so much fun isn't it a steel band yeah it just gives a vibe of happiness sunshine yeah you just can't be miserable with that sound it, it's great I love it I think it's just really nice and and you know we hadn't seen that actually um at mm. a wedding no at it's all. still so, quite rare 
yeah. So we were we, we were super. We were, our, our whole wedding was very bright and colourful, and it kind of just went with that. Oh, it's so lush. So as as Tux Fizz, then what do you think is the most common? No, that's not a right. That's not a nice word, is it? Most pop, <laughs> most popular, um, Isle song. Oh, Isle song. Oh gosh. Ah. Uh, Either I, coming up or going down. I don't think I'm the right person to ask that. You know, it would be. Um, because I don't do daytimes that often. I, I did the one where I met you. And uh, so I don't know. Mm. I actually don't know. I mean, I can tell you a funny story about something that somebody then. did Go ask on for once. Well, somebody yeah. asked um, Chris, who has piano and, and, and vocals, to do Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Which just is kind Chris of a, on the piano just a very tricky song with many, many parts. Uh, I bet he did it. I bet he'd be like, yeah, of course I can. Of course I can. <laughs> can't do it I don't think he did do it I don't I think we had to get out of that one yeah do you get requests a lot do you take requests yes we do yeah we always perform um first dance we always perform the aisle song we always perform the exit song um and there's a couple of requests you can add in as well if there's something special to you and your bridesmaids or something for you and your dad or you know yes we do we do take requests yeah I think that's just really nice to make that wedding so totally unique to you um, and we always love learning new stuff and, uh, you know, so it's always, it's always a pleasure to, to take requests. What's your, um, what's your ratio of like old music to new music? Because when we were, um, for us, now I've said this to you, as you've said to me, if you knew of me before your wedding, I'd have married you. And if I knew of you before <laughs> my wedding, I'd have booked you. But we, to me, the wedding band was like one of the main, main things. We had an uh, eight piece Motown band. Wow. And... I remember my husband being like, oh, I like house music because that's how people who like house music speak. I like house music and clubbing music. I was like, I don't give a shit what you like because it's what the people want. And yeah. Motown and soul and all of that stuff is what the people want and what will get the people dancing. So do you, what kind of like, what's your ratio of old Motown to new pop to hip hop to rock? Like, what do you, do you cover everything? Yeah, so we do cover everything. Um, and over the years we've, uh, honed our set list and our repertoire to do exactly what you just said it's for the people and you have to think that you've got kids there you've got granny there and you've got everybody in between and you've got to think all right your your taste might be you know the Ibiza classics or jazz but it's not for everybody so our set has a little bit of everything it's got the Motown it's got the rock it's got the the more modern sort of Harry Styles and uh, you know, it's got everything. So that is what we pride ourselves on the most, actually, is that the, the set that we song selection. Um, deliver, the song selections are in an order where that night builds and it grows. So there's no point in starting with, you know, an absolute banger that's an end of the night song that you're just going to, you're yeah. wasting all your songs too early. You've got to like ease <laughs> in with the, with the nice sort of stop, you know, the like nice little clicks, the nice little my girls. Yeah. And Stand classic, by me. Yeah. And oh, you know, those great. classics, mm. you know, get and people in the moods quietly. Exactly. And then, you know, a couple more drinks go down and we grow it a little more. Uh, we're getting, you know, into the sister sledge and, um, oh, young oh. hearts run free and all of those oh, lovely, of lovely tunes yeah and then we go more rocky with our last set which is uh i guess more um uh well we, we've got i say rocky but you know proud mary can't hurry Pop love rock. all of those kind of things mr Brightside, sex on fire and it ends up I, it, it's i'm not gonna mr. give too much away every time yeah yeah, it goes down every single time. And it might be that you go, oh, do you know what? I'm so sick of that song. It's not probably a song you're going to listen to on your, your, you know, your own Spotify no. or whatever. But when you hear a live band perform it and, it, you know, you're with all your friends and your family and everything is, you know, going really well. It, oh, you just I can't love beat it. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm being really, like, happy just listening to you talk about it. I think yeah. the best near the end of the night songs that I've had, because you're right, that to me, because music is so important to me, but to me, a lot of the, any wedding is the music and is the end when everyone's in it together and everyone's yeah. dancing. Like, you must get such a high. But I think the best ones are the cliched ones. They are Mr. Brightside, um, Lion Man, Mumford and Sons. Nice, yeah. Love yeah. that one. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, is it Hey Jude? But it's, it's when he goes, yeah. da, na, 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 yeah. na, na. Oh. Yeah. We, that, that we do a bit of that. We and do a bit of a hate you mashup, actually. Know. So it always goes down really well. Yeah. 
my God, I love it. You do mashups like in Glee. Love a mashup, me. We do mashups that we've actually created ourselves as well. We've not, you know, copied anybody. We, we actually just make up our own sort of versions. And uh, what I absolutely love is when you, you're doing these things and then someone just, you know, gets their hands and they're like, oh, my God, I love this song. That is just the best because you just, you just, it just you know, you, we vibe off them, they vibe off us. It, you know, the energy is just everywhere. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, I love it. It feels so good. I think the sign of, to me, the sign of a good band is when you're relatively sober at the end because you haven't had a chance to leave the dance floor to get a drink because you're like, yeah. okay, next song, next song, next song. And then the we next are, song comes yeah. on, that's so such a bang. You're like, no. So we are conscious of that as well. So we do have, um, you know, we do sort of set our breaks to be at an appropriate moment. So we know that people can't dance for three yeah. hours solid. Um, you know, and there's other well, things that need to happen. Evening this girl food, can. Sparklers, water, well, I know. And, we, you know, and, and then obviously we have the DJ in between. So if you want to, you can. Um, but yeah, there's really a, there's really a sober face in, in our, you know, in our crowds, I think. So you do have a DJ as well. You do offer yeah, that so as well. We provide DJ as a standard thing, um, yeah. whereby we work with the brides and grooms to create a DJ playlist with all their favorites that aren't in the repertoire of the, the live set. Um, but we also have work with, um, I say, proper DJs as well, so Ibiza-style DJs where you would get your house music for your lovely husband. Um, oh, great. And that yeah. can, you know, that can carry on till sort of one, two in the morning if you want to. Um, just depending on what kind of wedding you want, you know, we can just tailor it to exactly what you want. Do you do any slow songs? We don't do that many slow songs, you know. I guess the the sort of slowest sort of song would be like My Girl or something like that, which I, I wouldn't class as particularly yeah. slow. But it is a groove. You know, every song that we do has got a bit of a groove. You can bop to it. You know, you don't have to be, you know, dan- you know strictly come dancing uh, to be able oh, to dance. Oh, that would be fun, though. You know? Yeah, I know. We do have that. I wonder how many... I wonder how many couples do like dance classes and have like a routine. Have you seen like a proper yeah. routine before? Yeah. And I love that so much. You know, <gasps> it just, it really sets the night off like with a bang when the couple have taken loads of time to do this sort of surprise first dance. And I think one in particular stands out is um, last year we went to St. Ives and it was a beautiful venue on the seafront and the sun was out. It was that like golden hour in the summer and uh, the, the couple had, had, had basically uh they choreographed cho- cho- how do you say this choreographed choreographed uh, a dance co- co- uh, and it co- was great choreographed yeah. well I'm, I'm not going to change it we'll stick with that um yeah they'd done the dance and then everybody like erupt the room just erupts when the couples do that it, everyone loves the you know the bride and groom and they it was just great just sets the night off it's it's fantastic i love it when that happens but we get all sorts. So we get brides and grooms that are mortified and they're so shy and they don't want to be the spectacle. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's ways around that too. So we would, we always cater for what you guys want to do. But um, even if you're sort of, you know, their arms will go up after about 10 seconds of, of sort of smoochy dancing. Um, but we, we, we're good at getting the crowd in straight, you know, as quickly. Some people have the whole dance to themselves. I mean, so it really is what well, you want. So, I mean, this is this is it, right? So the my I'm one of those people that lies awake at night and think, why did I say that to that stranger 12 years ago? Like, that's how my mind works. And one of the things that I don't think I will ever ever forgive myself for was during our first dance <laughs> we we did we had we had the way you look tonight Aww. and um you know because a parent trap obviously and we had been we'd been together 10 years by this point and every time we got drunk we I'd be like dance with me in the kitchen and like I put it on and we dance you know and it, it was like a really big moment for me and it was it was happening my moment was finally happening <laughs> and my mum was at the side of the um, dance floor and she she tried to get in and there's photographic evidence of me pulling the bitchiest face you've ever seen. I was like, back the fuck off. You ruined this moment for me. I was furious. Oh. Oh, and then so she backs off and then like two minutes, she comes in again and I literally, I'm like, I'm just like swatting her away like a deathly fly that you get out of my limelight. Oh. I was so upset. I don't think we've ever seen that, to be honest. Well, it's <laughs> definitely a one-off. <laughs> it one was on a one-off. Do you know what? I'm going to find? I'm going to find those photos. Actually, no, there's a video of it. That's right. There's Aww. a video of it. I'm going to send you the video because she I am mortified. Just so I did excited. it. 
I know. Well, I mean, if you think I'm the way I am, imagine what the person's like who produced me. <laughs> She's 10 times more of me. But I was I, I am still to this day mortified. But yes, to me, it was just like it was the it was actually one of my favorite moments because before I turned into a psycho bride, because it was it did genuinely feel like it was just me and him. And it was yeah. our song. And it was like, oh, my God, I like I was a little girl who dreamt of getting married. And it was like, finally, you know, until mum fucked it up. <laughs> No, it's, it's such a magical moment. The first dance, it's great. I love it. Um, yeah, it is not for everybody, but it's for most. You know, if you, if you book Tuxfiz, we're going to give you a, a fantastic night starting off with your first dance. It's, it's just magical. And some people don't even want a first dance, which we kind no. of, you know, you, the bride and groom are the clue. And without that yeah. first dance to set things off, you know, people tend to follow where the bride and groom are. So I'd always recommend a first dance, even if it's one with everybody or whether it's all the bridesmaids or whether it's all the brides mm. and groomsmen or, you know, we'll make something up, you know, that, that will work. But That's I think, quite a yeah. nice idea, like all the wedding party together. I'd not thought yeah. of that before. That's Just quite a nice idea. And, you know, I think it's lovely. But yeah. as I say, the, the bride and groom are the glue and, and without the first dance, that, that moment to set that evening yeah. off isn't there. Um, do you do many father-daughter dances? Yeah, I mean, that is quite popular. Um, yeah, we've done a fair few of those over the years. Uh, there's never like a right way or a, a wrong way to sort of do your wedding. I personally think the mm. father-daughter dance is really nice, uh, like at the start of the second set. Um, mm. We've had people wanting to do it before the, the bride and groom's dance, which kind of, to me, weird, feels a little... bit weird. It's strange. But yeah, a bit weird. Yeah, I would always recommend at least after the first dance. So um, I don't know yeah. if they do it. Yeah. Do they? Is that how they do it in America? They do it first, I think. It's like it's like sure. giving away almost. I think they dance with the father first, and then the husband or the bride comes in to, you know, thank you for handing over. I think it's very handmaid's tale. If there was a, a father daughter routine, and then maybe she pirouettes mm. into the husband's arms, like that would be much more mm. fun. Um, yes, but it's not very good. That way. But you'd have to be careful, of course, how you, what song you chose. Because I feel like there's a YouTube video doing the rounds of a father daughter dance with like the songs "Your Sex Is on Fire" or something, and that's just inappropriate, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's we've not done that one, not for a father daughter dance. <laughs> have you had any really weird requests? Like, for example, I quite often think about my funeral, off topic, and I think that if I was going to be cremated, I'd have like "Highway to Hell" or like "Burn Baby Burn," or have you had any weird? Oh, like, with weird like, like I hate you so much right now by Khalees. Oh, imagine it. I actually don't recall anything off the top of my head. Uh, we've had dances and first dances that we've never heard of the song at all. Um, oh, wow. And, you know, it, the most obscure kind of first dance, which we've learned, um, means obviously so much to the couple, but absolutely nothing to anybody else. That's always quite interesting because <laughs> nobody knows how to dance to a song they've literally never heard of. Never heard, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would love to. I'm sure over the years we probably have done a first dance with some crazy lyrics, but I, nothing springs to mind at the minute. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm literally sat here thinking, how can I book you? I've got five years till I'm 40. I know I don't oh, look it because yeah. I faked hand and... I think, is it too early? Is it too early to book you in? No, no. Get that booking in immediately. It, oh, it's never too to early. It would be amazing. No, just just book it in. Book it right in. Oh, maybe I should just do it for, are you free next week? <laughs> I'll do it by 35th. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just come to your house and you'll just sing to me. It's a dinner party, essentially, is what I'm asking for. We can for. just set up in the house. You know, we can serve some dinner. It'll be fine. It would be good. Do you ever record anything? Do you ever have, do you have LPs or CDs? Yeah, so... Um, Funnily enough, that the obscure song that we'd never heard of. Um, oh yeah, the group, the Ryan group, were absolutely gorgeous. They were the most lovely, lovely pair. And it was actually it was Elmore Court yet again. Yeah. Um, after the wedding, the groom got in touch and he said, "I loved that first dance so much. Your rendition of of our favourite song is was just fantastic. Um, would you give me some costings on going into the studio and recording it?" because I want to give my wife the recording for her birthday as a surprise. And I thought that one, oh my gosh, what a lovely gesture. Oh my gosh, Rich, why are you so shit? And this guy's so amazing. <laughs> so off we went to record it in the studio. And uh, yeah, it was, what a lovely gift. It was really super fun to do. We actually ended up really loving the song. 
Um, That's so. And, what was the yeah, song? Just, I bet you I've heard of it. I know all songs. Come on, I know all songs. Uh, what was the song? I can't remember what the song was. You can't called. even remember the bloody song. No, I'll have to. I'll have to let you know after this. Let I me can know. write that one down. It, it Are was, you one was, of those people that remembers the like all the lyrics to every song that you've ever heard, but you don't know the capital of most countries? Um, no, no, you're intelligent as well, aren't you? I think I don't know the, all the lyrics to every song. I do. And I know some of the capitals of some of no. the countries. The only, one I, the only one I know is Kiev, and that's not a political thing. It's because of chicken Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an intellect. I'm not an intellect. I know oh, most my... of the words to the songs, but yeah. Have I mean, you ever there's... forgotten the words on stage? Uh, I think if I have forgotten them, nothing, again, nothing really stands out where I've completely fudged it. But you've always got the ability to sort of just go, yeah, and just make it sound like, yeah, or just, you know, <laughs> to over just to the crowd. We're very interactive, just let the crowd sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that I, it when must you have see. happened a lot in the early days. Yeah, I think when you see musicians like doing the microphone out to the crowd, you're like, oh, you forgot the words, didn't you? When you're like about to vomit in your mouth or something. There's just, there's a reason why you're doing that. Well, oh, and do you absolutely love it? It must be such an adrenaline. Yeah, we absolutely love it. It's great. And I think, you know, because you're with a team uh, and we're all super fun and we we'll all have a great time, it, yeah. you just can't help but love it. And the energy that we give out, we get back, as I've already yeah. said. And, you know, that we just can't help but love it. We, we couldn't have anybody in the band that just didn't love it. Well, I think um, also you people... People say this to me, and I've said this to you before. You you can tell when someone loves what they do, like that, like you say with energy, like you're just giving off. And, yeah. and if that person is happy to be there and having a brilliant time, then you will too. And that's probably one of the many reasons yeah. why you are the UK's top wedding band. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we often oh get God. people coming up you? to us afterwards saying, "Oh, guys, you must love your job. You look so happy." and how could you not be happy doing doing what we do? It's, it's it's a great great thing to be able to do. We're very very lucky. Oh, you're bri- you are honestly absolutely brilliant, and you're all such so, so nice people, such good people, you know. And you want success for good people. Yeah, thank you. That's nice. Yes, that's good to know. No, well, there's some of you know. Chris is a bit dodge, but we'll let him off. Um, my darling, I'll leave you to the rest of your day. But uh, honestly, absolutely amazing. So the band is Tuxfizz. What's your what's your website and your socials and all that jazz? Tuxfizz.co.uk and at Tuxfizz on simple, Instagram, Facebook. Everywhere. Simple, effective, yeah. memorable. Even I like now, it. Actually. Oh, oh, I you're know. so young. <laughs> well, we try. I'd, I don't even know, like, I literally don't know what TikTok does. It terrifies me. I am not down with the kids. I see these dance routines and I'm like, oh, I'd like to do that. But no, it's not happening. Um, thank well, you gonna, so we're much. We're going to get a lot better at it this year, that's for sure. Oh, I look forward to it. I will download TikTok just so I can follow you, okay? Thank you very much. I'm very supportive. I'm going to go on your availability now and book you for 2019. Fantastic. Is that not? No, wait, hang on. That's happened. 2020. Oh my God. It's just like it's the end of the day. We'll go three for o'clock. 2029. Okay, sweet, sweet day. Yeah. I'm in on a Tuesday. So I know you're free. Amazing. Oh, totally free. <laughs> totally free on a Tuesday. Thank you so much, my darling. Everyone, check out Tuxvis. They're absolutely incredible. They are, I don't know if you I don't know if you heard this, but they are the number one wedding band in the UK. So <laughs> thank you, my darling. I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you, Liv. Bye. I'll Marry You is a podcast by Olivia Coleman. The music is Mr. Sunnyface by Wayne Jones, and the show is produced and edited by Drew Toynbee.